The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Obviously, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon are topic A, but there's a topic pre-A that I need to talk about with you, which is okay. Sunday night, you fucking start texting me at 9.22, and you don't oh, I didn't stop. Think about Why it. don't? Are you serious? I swear to you. I swear to you. I did not even When think you texted me, it. I'm like this fucking bitch, because I said on- this podcast last week, do not text me during succession is waiting for the program to start. And then you just, you start texting me and you won't stop. I was waiting for you to send me like a question mark when I, someone doesn't respond. Okay, I'm like, this no. isn't going to stop. I send texts like, and I receive texts when I'm ready to receive them. Like I'm sending a text. It doesn't mean you have to respond to it right away. Like I was texting you back today. I was like, oh, it's been four days since you texted me this. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm responding to you now. I was like not realizing that, that you texted me and I did not answer. So I did not re- did not remember that you were watching Succession. I that completely slipped my mind. I wish I could say that I did that on purpose. It is so I'm looking, I'm I'm silent because I'm looking at the text now to me. I was like, no, it went off at 922. And for some reason. Please, no one, I, I don't tweet. Well, just mute it. Put it on. But I, I don't do that. I don't mute. I don't. When I text someone and it says, oh, this bitch has her texts on silent. I'm like, this is performative. It's it's unrealistic. I would never put myself on silent. And I, I want everyone to adjust <laughs> to you. To my habits. Yeah. Okay, great. Right. I want Siri. The amount of when, people that are going to be texting you at 9 p.m. on Sunday, next <laughs> Sunday, is the, like you are going to rue the day that you brought this up because all of your friends that want to troll you are doing exactly this now. And I am now one of them. I, in the interminable Apple contract that you have to check off online, I'm going to somehow find a way to insert 
please do not call Dominic Pupa between 9 and 10 Eastern when Succession, succession is, is running. running. Well, what's going to happen when the show ends? Then you Which go back to normal life? Like five minutes from now. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I have to reclaim my life. Okay, P.S. All of Dominic's friends that want to troll him with me, message me on Instagram, and we'll all do it together next Sunday. Um, okay, so pivoting. Tucker. I mean, the saddest part about all of this is that, like, the minute, like, anything remotely substantial happens in the world, I immediately, we text each other and are like, so, like, how are we going to talk about this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like as, if, as if we, anyone gives two shits about any opinion we have about anything. And it's just, like, we think that we need to give it to the people. And I already was immediately like, do we scrap everything we were going to do and just do, like, a Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon combo episode? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will tell you that my ex-mother-in-law once told me that if you have a gift and you don't, share this gift with people that that's the only thing that pisses God off. And if you have the gift of minding other people's business, business. which I think we do, <laughs> we do. The Lord wants, wants us, us to share to that it. with the people. So when I hear that Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon lost their job on the same day, I think to myself, I need to get on a microphone with Chris because the Lord wants us to tell everyone what we think about it do we what do you think what i don't know if i have an opinion about it yet i i have one opinion about it which i've stated online prior to coming here and that is if these two bitches don't jointly announce that they are starring in a remake of whatever happened to baby jane god (laughs) does not exist <laughs> or the notebook, maybe <laughs> Brokeback <laughs> Mountain. I will name. Why would happen to be? There, there needs to be a love scene. <laughs> I want to see the two of them fucking just to piss off everyone that follows oh my God. Tucker Carlson. I think it would be great. Like, do you think they're just trimming the fat? Like, what do you think's happening? I don't know what's up with Tucker Carlson. It has to do with that lawsuit, that producer's lawsuit. Oh, I'm sure, think? over the coming days. All sorts of shit's going to come out because he is, you know, he is the reigning king. Like him leaving that particular network at this particular time, someone knows something that is absolutely catastrophic. I wonder if I wonder if Number one network, number one show, come on. But do you think that he's distancing himself from it so he doesn't go down with the ship? I don't know. Because now that I'm, I'm you know, forgetting, I'm like forgetting about the lawsuit. Now it's well, making more sense to me. I, the, the moment I, the moment either one of us predicts something fantastic about this, it's it's just he's gonna just going to be, be Donald Trump's <laughs> yeah, vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he'll ju- he'll just yes. be the next vice president of the 100%. United States or run. Yeah, I mean, Twitter exploded today. Uh, Tucker, twenty twenty four. Yeah, I mean, can you? Imagine, oh my God, I'm laughing the way that I laughed when I found out Donald Trump was running for president the first time. I just cursed us. And look at you now, yeah. Tucker Carlson's going to. I wonder if they would. uh, Many people at work were like, "Should would they do a show together?" That's like the like two sides. You know what I mean? Like I was like, it kind of wouldn't be horrible if they were like, it's smart of both of them if they're both getting fired to then like do it together. I don't know. I can't even imagine. No, I can't. I can't either. But I mean, in in the real world, like we can joke around about it, but to actually picture the two of them even at the same party, (laughs) I think would be just, you know what they should do? They should go as each other's dates to the Met Gala Gala. That fucking thing. Monday. That's what they should do. You're right. They should attend it together. That's so funny. Wait, that's actually really funny. <laughs> oh, thank you, Chris. Thank you for realizing. No, I'm just thinking. I was like stages. picturing them on the thing, but like it. But yeah, that would actually be very funny. Uh, can I talk about my show? I've I've announced my show, my pride show, my you black may. show, my cabaret show, my my show. You may. My favorite things. Uh, I'm doing a show for Pride. I'm doing it at. The Cutting Room, which if you haven't been recently, they are, it's just so sexy, this venue now. You just, you are, you get a boner when you walk in there. Just from walking in there now. We saw your, we saw your Christmas show there and I thought it was great. And it was like, the venue was actually a perfect venue for your exact show. 
and I think it was so much fun. And like, it, there's a stage, and it's almost like a theater, which is very fun. But it's still like you're in a restaurant, and it's like in the best it, it, way. It, it, it's a restaurant. It's a theater. It's a lounge. It's like you're sitting in there, and you're like, you know what I want to see behind those red velvet curtains with those perfectly placed pin spots? I want to see a boozy fat old broad and you know what that's what i fucking am that's what i am and like you get a drink at the bar afterwards like it's like it's all of everything you really need like i, I take one. out my tits it's a yeah. whole it's a whole it's the meat and teat when you come to one of my shows that's what it is both meat and teats um, we were laughing hysterically at your Christmas show, so I can't even. I'm I'm bracing for impact from now for what I'm I know. About but to you are like you're my exact audience, yeah. and I appreciate your review. But if you think that we are funny together, you will probably like this show. This Pride show is basically my very dicey, very harrowing, very egregious. Uh, coming out story from the ages of zero to whatever this is now. And the name of the show is called Surprising No One, an unnecessarily dramatic coming out story from somebody everyone already knew was gay. If you have seen <laughs> my shows before, I've touched on perhaps having an ex-wife. I have not touched on having a second ex-wife. There is Wait, that. What? I can I, I know. I know. I, you know what? I am letting all of the teats hang out in this Let, one. Quite it literally. Is, it is <laughs> in more ways than one. I hope you will come. I, I will tell you what. I, I was not going to do a pride show this year, but now that like every third law in the land that is that's pending. A approval yeah. has to do with like silencing queer people. I thought to myself, this is also something the Lord is telling me to do. To do. Uh, because, you know, the word gay used to mean happy at one point, and now it's just so associated with negativity again. And I, it's just, I want to celebrate pride. I want to celebrate the awkward and hilarious journey many people take to get there. And I want to talk about why supporting obviously queer children is the most important thing you can do as a fucking human being. And I just want to laugh and drink and throw up with all of you. So let's do this <laughs> at the cutting room, June 16th and June 22nd, both at 7 PM. My website is dominary.com. We'll remind you again at the end of the show. Sorry for the commercial, but Please come. Please celebrate Pride. I love New York. I love Pride. I love being gay. And I love the amount of cleavage I'm going to be showing on stage and the blouse that I've selected for these performances. That's really what it is about. It's about décolletage. The last um, thing that you wore to your Christmas show was like a Met Gala worthy. Oh so there, I, I can only I imagine what will be worn this time. I really, you know what? That uh -oh. I know the garment you're thinking uh -oh, of. Oh, what have I done? Rut <laughs> <laughs> <Ruh> row. <laughs> to quote Felicity Huffman um, when she found out that the federal government was coming after her for the College of Missed scandal, rut row. <laughs> <laughs> Where has she been? I don't know. Where is she? Where's okay, Shelly? Well, where's where's you, Felicity? Where's Shelly? Where's, where's Shelly? Like, where, <laughs> where's Felicity? Wait, speaking of creating a monster, can we just, can, can, can we speak? Don't you dare go. About Vanessa Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically the podcast universe's reaction to you appearing on no less than 73 podcasts this week speaking about. <laughs> Vanessa Lachey and tormenting this woman when all she's ever wanted to do, Christopher, is entertain. Okay, people. I'm signed... kidding. I, 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 I honestly could not identify her in a mugshot. You know this. We spoke about Love is Blind. I What I know about it, I know from you. But what I do know is that in the past week, you are now an internationally renowned 
Vanessa Lachey non-apologist. Please elaborate. Not because of me, but people literally wrote a petition and have like hundreds of thousands of signatures of people <laughs> saying that they don't want her to be the host of um, The Love is Blind Love is anymore. Blind. Like people are petitioning Netflix to get her off. So I just need to, and to the point where do I you, almost- But do you think that she should be kicked off? Yes, a hundred percent. Please, why? She's not capable of doing the job. She's too much of a celebrity and she is not a journalist. Not that you need to be a journalist to, to be host of right. live reunion of a dating show on Netflix. But like, I need someone who is an interviewer. She's an interviewee. And there's two different kinds of people in this world. And you know that I'm right. I need an interviewer, not an interviewee. Let me ask you this very important question. Why is everyone petitioning to have her removed, but not Nick Lachey? Uh, Nick is a non, it doesn't even matter because he'll just go with her because he said absolutely nothing at the reunion. She was doing like, if you saw it for two seconds, you it would be your background of your phone would be Vanessa Lachey doing like the Please. Joker face that she was doing like this. She was going like this. She looked like the, you know when the Grinch like gets happy and he has like that that heart at the top of his head in the original <laughs> one. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? That's what yes. her face. That's what her face looked like at uh, one point when she answered a question and she said like, "But do you know what you want to do?" Like that. That's what she was. Do she was doing. Who? I can't go about it again. I've beat this woman to death on the airways already. Who, but who like, should host? Who do you? Any? Who, who would be an ideal host for this? Else, anyone else. They had like what one about the, as a joke if they had James Franco and Anne no. Hathaway? Host oh my the god, next no! Season. Come but on, like there's enough, and you love a callback. There's Come enough. On. There's enough Netflix talent that like like for the Selling Sunset reunion that they had a couple like I want to say a year ago they had like Tan France, one of the Queer Eye guys, right. do it, and it was like oh this like makes sense. Like there's people to do it. All right, I just don't. We were going to have an unprecedented double episode this week. I don't think we should, but we will eventually, and it's going to be fun. But she, I basically texted you in a rage being like, we should do, we should do Vanessa Lachey. We have to right. do Vanessa Lachey. Meanwhile, no one even cares anymore because everyone's talking uh, about Tucker I, Carlson I, and Tom Lennon I, now. So no one cares about <laughs> Vanessa Lachey That's anymore. who should host Love is Blind, Tucker, <laughs> Tucker Carlson, Carlson and Tom Lennon. Yes. <laughs> Dear God, they'd both be like going off on tangents and everyone would be like, hello. <laughs> that would actually make me watch the show. Yeah. I don't want to mislead the people into thinking I'm a fan of Tucker Carlson. I mean, absolutely. I don't not. think anyone, anyone thinks that you are. <laughs> I, I would watch I would watch him have sex with John Lemon just out of curiosity. I yeah. Mean, for God's sakes. Well, first of all, Tucker Carlson is also queer. Anyone who wears a bow tie is that's a rule. Even if someone's not gay or queer normally in life on the day they wear a bow tie. They are also a bottom. That's what a bow tie does You're to a idiot. human being. God. Even when Diane Keaton wears a bow tie, bow tie. she's she's a bottom. <laughs> she's a she's absolutely a bottom. Stop. Don't bring her into this. <laughs> I think I don't know what I was gonna say next. I think um, nothing. Speaking of Diane Keaton, um <laughs> oh, I don't know where you're going. I'm a intrigued. Lot of, a lot of people have been reaching out to me. And they have been saying, like, I just found this podcast. I'm really loving it. Like, I love the format and giving us, like, such positive words and, like, really telling us that you guys really like it. And it really does mean a lot. And we are having the most fun doing the show, all jokes aside. Like, we're having the best time. And to hear people that I don't know that are messaging me out of the ether to say, like, oh, my God, I just started listening to your podcast and I love it is, like, truly so amazing. And we're, yeah, we like, are having the we are having the best time. And for those of you who were waiting with bated breath, what Chris said had nothing to do with Diane Keaton, by the way. <laughs> it just had to do with you. I wanted to so if way. you are Diane Keaton, it is a personal thank you. If you are not, we also thank you for listening. And we are having a, we are really having a good time doing it. Yeah. So please keep listening. We we're really happy that so many people are downloading the podcast and we're we can't wait to just keep doing it and keep doing it. We um, can't wait to fix all of you. Everyone in the whole panel. Eventually, we're going to fix the middle class too, right, Chris? We're oh, here to God. serve. Everyone. Everyone has their 15 minutes of fame, you know? 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, I think it's time to get to our guest. Before we get there, let's just explain who she is. Um, This woman came out of the ether, out of nowhere, truly out of nowhere onto Instagram and became an overnight celebrity. She started doing her Instagram because her husband was sick with cancer, and it was her one way to kind of like have a funny outlet to just like be funny and kind of like escape for five minutes and talk to people on the internet and it blew up and she became like an overnight celebrity one funny lisa murray and many of you are thinking to yourself i don't think i know this woman you do yeah you You definitely know her and you've loved and watched her videos during covid you know her you love her you see her videos on instagram that make you pee your pants Mm-hmm. Her name is Lisa Marie Riley. You know her as one funny Lisa Marie. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you okay. so much. We are. Do you you guys have met before? We have. The two yeah. of you. How yeah. how do you know each other? I met him one time when he was filming something, and they said he wants to meet you. I go, who wants to meet me? I go, you want to meet me? He goes, wait for me for Hagen's house. I had to go home. And then we wound up hooking up through Instagram. And then we just recently went out to eat something. We were filming a scene for The Real Houses of New Jersey. Okay. And I don't know if I can... No, I, I'll say it. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't care what we say, but I was trying to be professional. No, yes, absolutely. And I'm doing my job, watching the monitors, like, you know, directing the scene. And I go, is that one funny Lisa Marie? And... Our friend Dom, Dana Fine Took, goes, do you want me to get her? And I go, I'm obsessed with her. I'm on the walkie. I'm like, I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. Oh, my God. She's so funny. You guys know who she is? Freaking out. I'm, I'm fangirling, like full fangirling. And Dana goes up and goes, um, hi, our producer wants to meet you. And she goes, what? Yeah, our producer wants to meet you. Will you go back there? You have to meet him. And he just goes, okay. And she like comes through the door and is like this, like, oh, hi, question mark. And I'm like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, blah, blah. I was like fangirling over her. I could have been led to a dark alley. I went willingly. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> I felt like good fellas. Go ahead, Karen. Go back there. They got dresses. I went. I don't even care. <laughs> I have two questions for you. First of yeah. all, that type of shit must happen to you all the time now, right? Well, I live on Staten Island now, so everybody knows me anyway. I mean, I live on Staten Island. Yeah, not everybody. Not all the time. Let's not get crazy. I'm not- but when you leave New York, don't people recognize you? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's not like uh, where I'm getting paparazzi where I got to look nice. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. You want to wait? We'll, wait? we'll wait for it. I'll still be sitting on my bed here doing a podcast. <laughs> Second question is, do you, you should be on The Real Housewives of New Jersey as a cast member. What are, that would you be the perfect addition to that show? I know you don't live in New Jersey. You're adjacent, but why not? I mean, that, that show could use, it's very tense this season. Very, very tense. It could use the comedy of Lisa Marie. I'm watching it now. Lightheartedness. Listen to me. Everything is so serious in life. You got to laugh through it because you know what? When your time is up, we can do talk about all serious stuff on your deathbed. No, you got to laugh. You got to laugh. You got to laugh. You got to. For, for those of you that are living under a rock, 
like go to Lisa's Instagram. You will you will never stop peeing your pants. Like you'll never leave. You need to start buying diapers because I the Get things Addie. that she'll put on her Instagram are the funny. Like, it's you truly are the funniest person on Instagram. I swear to God. Get very serious. Anything that I talked about on the page were things that I would legitimately complain about and speak about. So rather than say it to him who wouldn't listen, I just said it on the screen. But everything I said, I really said it wasn't like an act to like make people laugh. We did it just amongst us because I hated group text messages. So mm-hmm. they all talk about me, my sister, my other sister, and my two cousins from Florida and my other cousin that lives down the block are in a massive group text message. I left the group. So they go, be part of it. Laugh with us. And on his first day of chemo, my sister sent me the page. She goes, this is going to be yours. Laugh with us. I said, all right. And so what I would talk about, I just did on there. And would okay. read comments of all of us because it didn't alert you all the time, like a text message. And then from there, I'm like, who's this girl? Who's that guy? Jamie, who's this? She was like, people are following you. I said, shut up. We didn't do it for that. We <laughs> did. I was like, who is this guy? And I was like, who's this girl? And then it, that's what happened. Yeah. All right. So I think we have to, you know, move right on over to our client this week, which is the one and only, the legend herself, Miss Wendy Williams. Miss Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams has been around much longer than a lot of her fan base, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm an old fuck, and Wendy's been in my life since, I mean, I guess my late teen years or early 20s when she was a DJ here in New York. And she was... She she deserves every flower that you want to throw at her. As controversial as she has been year in and year out, she is uh, a media legend. She was doing things in broadcasting that women of color were not doing. Um, and rather than play it safe, she was seemingly deliberately controversial, and it was a formula that worked for her. She pissed off a lot of people. It was what she was known for. She has the, the, the name, the list of people that she feuded with over the years, uh, Sean Combs, Lil Kim, Tupac, Black China, Chris Brown, a very famous, you know, altercation or two verbal with Whitney. Uh, well, we don't need a last name. There's only one, but with Whitney, um, so much so that when she got her daytime talk show, people were wondering if it was going to work because she was the enemy of so many celebrities and it took a minute but her show was by all accounts a hit and so in the more recent history we all remember when she was dressed up as the statue of liberty on halloween and she like had some kind of she's been through it and let me tell you something a lot of things that people don't and i'm going to say this a lot of things that people don't acknowledge is that a heartbreak and and a and a and an unstable relationship can eat you alive, and that ate her alive. I watched her. I watched her. The you know the whole thing, what she went through, and she was just done. She was tired. She was tired. It was consuming. It's consuming. Because sometimes people become your addictions, and you're just obsessed with them, and they become your addictions. And he ate her up alive. And and that was the thing is like over the course of like the most more recent years, it's like, there was always like her husband. There was like all kinds of news articles coming out that her husband was cheating on her or was like taking her money or, you know, there was all, there was all kinds of. If the story is true, the way that they played it out, which I I'm taking it for truth. I don't know if she would approve something like that. That wasn't true. He had a whole house and a, and a girlfriend and a baby. Like, oh, he ate her alive. Relations so- are consuming. They can be deadly. They can, uh, relationships can kill people. They can. So for the uninitiated, her husband, now ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, was uh, her longtime husband, the father of her son, uh, also her her right-hand man, one of the architects of her career. That doesn't mean we're... It's Wendy's career, but he was always there with his input. He was one of the executive producers of The Wendy Williams Show until he was removed from that position. And to what Lisa Marie was just talking about, a bunch of scandal happened at once where he not only had a girlfriend, but they had a kid. He had a house for her. He had a double life. If the the story is true, the way that they played it, he had a double that ate her up alive, rightfully so. And so somebody to do that to you. And so she passes out 
on Halloween yep. on camera. It was it's very scary. Like if you watch it, you're like, oh, there's she there's something wrong. Like she yep. there, she there was something wrong with her. They then rushed her to the hospital. She had a lot of health complications. All of these things are coming out about her husband. You know, all these news stories, true or not true, but like regardless of what we know, what we don't know, like there's all these allegations of him like doing all this stuff to her, and then all of a sudden she's off of the t- TV show. It's still the Wendy show, but there's like a rotating panel of guests. And the story that are, is being told to us, I have an article from News One called What Happened to Wendy Williams? Why TV Icon Deserves Her Flowers. Um, it's written by Shannon Dawson. And it kind of recaps a lot of the things that are recently happening. And she says um, that people were saying that she possibly had Graves disease or maybe lymphedema. Um, obviously, she doesn't really speak publicly about a lot of this. Well, documentary they had the things on her legs i don't know i'm not a doctor i don't know if that is lymphedema but she was just she's been through it so wendy you know leaves to they say go to a rehabilitation center to like get healthy and that's not to mean like drugs and alcohol but she passes out on national television there's clearly like she's having health problems so they're she's being hospitalized but then the thing that's weird is that wells fargo allegedly freezes all of her assets she let everything fall apart, and I'll say it, don't know, don't know, don't know. But from my view, her life fell apart, and it consumed her. And unfortunately, yeah. what he did to her, I feel, don't know, judging as a woman, to see how situations can consume you, it consumed her, and everything fell to shit. And I blame him. And exact, that's exactly the thing a lot of people say, is that they say, is this um, kind of like a Britney Spears conservatorship situation that's happening? Because we're seeing that she's saying that her assets are frozen. Um, and she isn't really on social media a lot. She isn't really like seen in public a lot for this. And the Wendy Williams show continues to go on. And then one day they say that it's ending and that Sherry Shepard is going to get her own show. And then there's like rumored like things happening that she's going to have a podcast. She's going to have this. She keeps saying that she's going to like come out with this thing and they never really happen. I think that her empire crumbled. When he did that to her, her whole life fell apart. She was devastated. It was, imagine having to constantly keep up with somebody. Imagine having to be consumed in somebody. This is how I feel. She was consumed in him. This is her husband. Blah, blah. And she always had, always have to be on her toes, on your toes, on your toes. It mentally, mentally will destroy you. It becomes your addiction. It became her addiction. It destroyed her empire, crumbled. He didn't care. He went on with his life. And then she wants to go back to being herself. But once you lose yourself, it's very hard to find yourself again. Very hard. And on a serious note, uh, not that that wasn't a serious note, but I guess for me, who's never serious, it is, there is something to what you're saying because we've discussed on this podcast before, once you're hot and once you're famous, you're at least part of your job is staying hot and staying famous and it's exhausting. And so when she transferred from radio to television, it surprised a lot of people. Uh, because they didn't think she'd have the relationships with celebrities that she would have. Uh, but then on the show, she never shied away from being controversial. And in yeah. in the first 15 minutes of the show, she would do her Hot topic segments where she continued to, on brand, give an unfiltered opinion that routinely pissed off a lot of people. She was unapologetically herself. She didn't care. And when everything started to crumble there was a large faction of people that were glad. They just thought it was poetic because this is someone who talks shit about people's relationships, about the status of their lives and their careers. And then all of a sudden, very publicly, the same exact thing, if not worse and more humiliating happens to her. I just think she's so funny. I'm sorry. I just think she's the fun. Like if you go on TikTok or like any YouTube, like there's YouTube compilations of things that she said that are so I pee my pants laughing at her. Listen to me. Look what I was going through. Do you think I was really laughing and joking around like that 24 seven? Absolutely not. No, you're right. But it was fun. Caught people's attention. We all laughed together. And when I hung that up, you don't know the tears I cried. You don't know what I went through when I hung up. You'd never know because I never talked about it. She goes on that stage. She's got to say wow factor things, shock you right out of your face. Like, whoa, she said that? And then when you go home at the end of the night and you're alone, you're a different person. I know it. I wasn't people. How could you laugh? You're blah, 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 blah. Because 
something that you do to get your mind off of things and live in this different world for a little bit. It's a fun thing to be. Well, and like you saw the three minutes that I was laughing during the day and I recorded it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then that was that, that was the end of that. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that is stunning too, because this thing, in my opinion, just as what my gut would tell me about the situation, this thing with her husband, like when we found out about it, that's not when she found out about it. This is something I would assume she had known about or suspected at least for right. many years, but never strayed away from still doing what she does during Hot Topics and on that show every day, still busting balls, yeah. still talking shit, still maintaining the brand. And when when I think about this whole situation, I just think of the amount of stress that she must have been holding about the yeah. brand, like her life's work, a pioneer, especially as a woman of color. And to know that what's happening in her real life is the antithesis of what she's giving the world. Yeah. yeah. That will cause illness for yeah. real. And mentally draining and it mentally tore her apart. So she had to put on this facade. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, Wendy, I'm not at her caliber, but I am nothing even close to Wendy Williams, but I go on, I'd laugh and put on a facade and we laugh when we joke. And then when the real life comes back, you're just like, let's go to radiation. Let's go to chemo. You're throwing up. You don't feel good. You fell. Okay. What? What's going to happen? My diagnosis. You got came back. You become your real, you know what I mean? It's a lot. And I, you know, what I, what I always admired about her is that she routinely took it too far. And she routinely said, shit that I thought was over the line. And I, I, I barely have a line, but it was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad, but she would say she's not wishing death on certain people. Like it really <laughs> went. Here's his parents. <laughs> but you know what? It kept everybody watching. They kept her relevant. She really was the person that like said everything that people wanted to. Yep. You know, and I then say, came back. Yeah. And then just kept going. Yep. She didn't care. And then, you know, and just like maybe, oops, I went too far, but we just got, we, we have to keep moving forward with this. Yeah, We're not going to change the brand. Just, you just, sometimes you fuck up and you just keep going. And that's and she what she was great doing. Just, she was great at just being like, what? Like doing, again, being confused about the fact that she was being a monster. And then we're just mm -hmm. like, all right, anyway, moving on. It was so yeah. <laughs> It made her relevant. Yeah. I, I'm not a comedian. I am a court stenographer. I work in Kings <laughs> County Court. That's my job. They said to me one day, we were at a, at a low point. They go, you want to do a show? I go, what? They go, do a show. I go, I'm not going to do a show. I said, I'm not comedian. I don't know what I'm doing. They go, they're going to pay you. I said, put me on stage. And I did it. I sold out the first show. I did it. No idea. I don't have a set. I don't have a script. I don't have nothing. I go up and I just start talking. If you laugh, you laugh. If you don't, you don't. A lot of people laugh. A lot of people find it funny. You become the job. Yeah. I am from, I become the job. You got to do it. But it's hard. It's hard to do it. I don't know how she does it in a talk show. I mean, I'm nowhere near her. But to stand on a stage for an hour and make people laugh when I have no idea what I'm doing, it's hard. So I don't know how she did it in a, in a professional setting, like where people are watching her. You know what I mean? It's hard, but she did it. I think we could. We should also mention that she continues to not give a shit because I know she has the internet. I know that the people around her have the internet. Um, you know, she's someone who has suffered some physical illnesses as well. I don't know that the Graves disease is even a rumor. I, I, I think I, I believe that that's confirmed that she at least suffers from that. But she doesn't look like the old Wendy. She definitely looks different. And without being insulting, she looks like someone who's been through an illness or two in the, in the past couple of years. She does not adjust how she dresses. She does not adjust uh, her cosmetics and her wigs. And she, every time she appears in public, she knows that people are giving a shit about this and she does not. I don't know how much of that is a reflection of the people around her not giving a shit, but I like to think even still that is Wendy in there and that she genuinely doesn't care, does not give a shit. I do not wear Daisy Dukes to any restaurant, just out of <laughs> respect for the patrons and their appetites. People don't care. My first year of my videos, I had one eyebrow, one, <laughs> one eyebrow. The fattest I've ever been in my whole entire life. 
and I didn't give a shit. And I still went, I didn't filter, I didn't put on a color. I still don't, I don't care. I don't care. And I went on every single day with one eyebrow, fatter than life, fatter than, <laughs> not a top to wear, not a nice top to wear, nothing. Yeah. And I didn't give a shit. <laughs> See, but that's why people love you because it's like, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? That, it really is like, you're not like putting on airs for anything. You're like, no. hey, here's my bad. Here's this. See what that girl said about you? I said, yeah, you aren't thinking it too. What's she going to tell me? I look skinny. What's she going to tell me? I'm this little skinny thing. I said, I know I'm not. What you told me. <laughs> Yeah, I love when people think they're informing you that you're fat. You don't think I've known? <laughs> do you think that was the seat? Like nobody knew? Come on, stop it. I love when people do that. And I love when they talk about me in the third party. So this, it's me. Who do you think's looking at my page? Who do you think I'm not reading comments? Who am I? <laughs> I don't have a lot of things going on. What am I, Kim Kardashian? She's so this. Oh, I don't find her pretty. Who the fuck is you? I don't. <laughs> I mean, are people dead serious? Are people dead? People are. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Dear God. Well, the thing about Wendy is like, these videos of her now are scary. <laughs> like she's like in the, there was a video I saw where she was like in the, like in like a Dwayne Reed, like with a grocery cart, just going around and being like shopping for like toiletries like you know the everyday like oh i need to go get like some paper towels at Dwayne reed and the guy that was videoing her was like are you going to be back on tv and she's like i'm planning a whole thing like don't worry and basically saying like i'm gonna like come back to yeah she misses it that was how long she eats slept and breathed being wendy william yeah. like her or not like her she had a life i think the thing is like sh there's no answer to why she's not on the show anymore like do you know what i mean it's like we no one came out and said like why it's doesn't over. Give shit. She doesn't give a shit to tell anybody. Why she got to tell nobody? I, I think she does. That's the thing. I think you this think is like deeper than just her being like, I'm I, done. Yeah. No, a lot of people, and I'll say this, and, a lot, and I am nothing compared to Wendy Williams, but I can relate to her. My husband passed. I never, I, they wrote a thing and never spoke about it again. I don't want to. It's my personal life. I'll grieve in silence. I'll talk about what I want to talk about. I'll cry when I want to cry. I'll laugh when I want to cry. Nobody's business. She doesn't want anybody to know. She doesn't give a shit. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. She doesn't. But you, people say, well, these are your people. You have to. Why do you have to? Why does the world got to know that so-and-so just had a baby? Why does the world got to know that Kim Kardashian used a surrogate? You feel like these people are indebted to tell you their whole lives. They're not. Correct. They're not. They're not. But you feel because they're out there and there's a lot of pictures of them. You got to tell you everything. Who says who? Who gives a fuck? I'm going to tell as you long as, as long as you can put it in the right place, just like what you said, it's like, you know, once you make yourself a teeny tiny bit public that people are going to say, you've given me that little morsel. I think I'm entitled to the whole meal forever. This podcast exists for that. I mean, we're talking yeah. about, you know, it's, it's part of our lives. But when yeah. you're in that position, you got to be, you got to be ready for it. Yeah, you got to be ready to be asked, but you have to answer. I don't have to know why Kim Kardashian uses surrogate. It's none of my business, but you have to make the public statement. Why? Because you think these, these people feel they own you to tell them everything. We really know. We want to know because we're all nosy and we're all curious. She, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure that she was she was let go from that show. She was let go by the yeah. production company because she was missing too much work because she wasn't well, because like Lisa Marie said, after all this stuff started happening with Kevin, it, her physical illnesses got worse. Her addiction sort of reared itself again. And then everything started to fall apart and she wasn't able to deliver. And I, I think it took them a long time to decide to do it. It was almost I feel like it was at least a half a season where they were doing those rotating hosts. Oh, it was like a it was like a full season. I feel was like. it? Yeah. It's time for our pitches. It's time for okay. our pitches. Christopher, as always, you will go first. Okay, here I go. Lisa Marie, as you know, you, we are both going to pitch what we think Wendy Williams needs to do to get out of the you know the bad press, the bad situation that she's in, and to be you know reborn into good graces and good fame. Okay. Once we are, do our pitches, you are going to pick which one you think is the best, and then that's the pitch that we're going to send to Wendy Williams. Okay. Okay, my pitch. There's a bunch of mystery shrouded around why she left television. There's a lot of mystery around, like, what happened. Like, is she okay? Did she have to go to, like, a rehabilitation center? 
for like substances or was it an illness? Was it this? Was it that? And like, where is she? Like, why does she not at least at the bare minimum have a podcast where she just like does hot topics on a podcast like that? She could do that out of her house. So what's happening? So what I want Wendy to do is, and the other part of it is that there's a lot of people that are like, this is like free Britney 2.0. A lot of people think that she's like being conserved. Yeah. A lot of people think that she, you know, all allegedly, I'm not saying this, but like, there's a lot of people, there's definitely talk online that people are like, she is not in control of any of her own stuff. She's being like, right. against her will, et cetera. So what I want her to do, Wendy Williams, this is what you are going to do. You are going to get a cell phone. If you don't already have one, you are going to get an Instagram account. It doesn't have to be your official account, which I'm sure you probably don't have the access to anymore, but like it will be on an account. And all you have to do is like go live once and like everyone will know it's you. (laughs) And what you're going to do is like the, the five minutes that you're like out at the store by yourself and you like are away from whoever you're with. You're just going to go live on Instagram and just like do hot topics, like at the grocery store, walking down the aisle, picking up toilet paper. You're going to just like do whatever you would normally do. Talk to people. Just go live. Like I want this to be the easiest thing possible for you to do. The barrier to entry is like, do you know how to work Instagram? And Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. So that like, as long as she has a cell phone, cell service and a a working Instagram account, she can do this. It has to be streamlined and she's just going to go live and it's going to be, do you remember the, the game HQ that was like the app that was, there was this trivia Uh, game called HQ and every day at a certain time, it would like come up and you'd all be watching your phone. And then there would be like, you would have to put in like an answer to a trivia question. And then if you got to the very end after 10 questions, like you won money, but it was like quick. Like you had like five seconds to answer. So you couldn't Google it. You couldn't do anything. You had to just do it. And everyone for like a couple months was like enthralled by this app. That's what Wendy Williams going live is going to be. She's it's going to be like, Oh my God, Wendy Williams is going live. Like everyone yeah. huddle around the phone at the, at work, like Everybody. like shutting down shoots to just like everyone watch Wendy Williams go live. Like that's what the energy that needs to happen. Like Great. with this. I agree. And then Crazy. If people want to pop into them. They can as guests. Like she's basically just going to do what the Wendy Williams show, but on an Instagram live, but in, in a Dwayne Reed, like that's what I yeah. want. And I just want there to be like craze around her going live. Yeah. And from that craze, what she can then like get a podcast or the podcast network or like somehow get back on TV or somehow we see this craze of like, people still want to see her on TV, even if she's like, absolutely delusional and out of her mind and has yeah. no idea who she is. Yeah. Like we still want to see this and somehow this gets her back onto our television. Yep. That is I my think pitch. That's, it'll, yes. Yeah, that's I a great that's, idea. That's a great idea. It'll put her back where she was. Yeah. It'll start her up again. Will people see that she's lucid enough to do this still? Yes. Dark. Yep. I, Dark. I always great. His, his ideas are always, he thinks like a television producer. I think, like a fucking imbecile. That's like, those are my qualifications. <laughs> you just, you just won. Don't even stop. Like stop. Okay. I anyway. did win the last one. Yes. This is what I think. I'll tell you what. There was a moment when we knew you were coming on. And we we're going to talk about Wendy. That I thought my pitch would be do nothing. Like you've already crawled, so dozens of other people behind you could run like how much more are you supposed to do do you really owe us anything i thought the same thing about elizabeth taylor when she was and yes listeners i just compared wendy williams to elizabeth (laughs) taylor save your hate mail i was like how much more do you want her to do like oh she's always so sick and this can't but it's like just let her let her let her be that's how i feel about richard simmons right now it's like just let he's done his thing let him go however i still think wendy's got a little bit left she in wants it. to do it. She wants to do it. I know she, she does. Definitely yeah. does. And so yes. what I want her to do is I want her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want, I don't know what the title of the show is going to be, but I want her to host the I want her to host The Bachelorette. That's what I want her to do. But a version. <laughs> I want her to host The Bachelorette, but in the twist, she exclusively decides who stays and who goes it's never up to the actual it's it's never it's never up to the woman who's the actual bachelorette she decides who stays and who goes she just sort of shadows the bachelorette and gets a read on the dudes and then no matter who she wants to say wendy decides who goes 
and that's it. So Wendy's just controlling this person's life, basically. I think she's been through enough that she'd be a real fucking expert at this. She'd be great at it. She would be great at this. And I would say the Wendy hosting The Bachelorette, everybody would leave single. I don't think she's going to pick any good pairs for anybody, and everybody's single. I think that was. I think that was the most abrupt win, backhanded <laughs> win that Chris has ever gotten on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. It is. Well, the thing is, is that she is right. Like, and we all three have to. We we do all agree with that because no one would ever be good enough for anyone, and Wendy would destroy everyone in the process. <laughs> Even single, and they're never going to want to get married again. Well, a queen can dream. <laughs> All right, well, I have a win. Um, Congratulations, Christopher. Thank you so much. You son of a bitch. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Lisa Marie, where can people find you? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me so much. I am one funny Lisa Marie on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And thank you guys so much for having me. This was a wonderful time. It is an honor having you here. Oh, we are oh, big fans. Oh, no. Fuck that. It is an honor thank having you here. You are truly amazing in every way. Thank truly. you so much, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Dominic, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at my website. It's dominantary.com or at, at Dominic Pupa on any of the socials. And you can find me at the Crystal Rosa. Please rate and review the show and let us know in your review who you want us to fix next. And where's Shelly? Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.